You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Please download the Odyssey app. Check us out there. Download, rate, subscribe to us as well. And uh, that is Mark Grandy. I am Evan Giddings. We got your second episode of the week, two every week in the offseason right here on the 415ers podcast. We're going to be getting into some of the takeaways that we have seen as well as heard from camp down in Santa Clara. Going to be talking about some interesting quotes from Kyle Shanahan, uh, George Kittle, as well as the biggest one probably from Debo Samuel, Mark. Mm. And, of course, a look at Nick Bosa and what might be coming his way. Uh, spoiler alert, cash. But before we get into all that, Mark, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, but yeah, probably not as well as Nick Bosa will be doing in a few months when he does cash in on that gigantic contract that he's going to get. We'll talk more about that later. But yes, despite the fact that I don't have that giant contract coming my way, Evan, I'm still doing pretty well. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I don't really know what I would throw that much amount of money uh, that Nick Bosa has coming his way on. Might be the maybe the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'm not really sure at this point. Uh, we just finished up watching the NBA Finals as we're recording this on on Wednesday night. You'll be all hearing about it uh, on Thursday. But no, Mark, I, I'm good, man. No complaints. It's kind of an easier time of the year, and uh, it's softened as far as the sports content is concerned, but not as it pertains to the 49ers. And that's because no matter what happens each and every day from OTAs last week, now into the kind of smaller mini camp uh, that's been more mandatory for some players. We got quarterback action. We got controversy. We got battles going on. And it pretty much of course pertains to Trey Lance and Sam Darnold. But before we dig into that, QB two potential, maybe backup and fill in QB one type of role. Uh, Kyle Shanahan was asked about the hopeful quarterback one, and that was Brock Purdy. And he had an, an update on it, Mark, at least. I know like if we want updates. I, I totally get it, but there are none. So I can make something up, but there are none. <laughs> it's like just the next day of working out and rehabbing. And I don't get true involved in that. See him in the meetings, talk to him about football and stuff like that. Things, what will happen when he's healthy. And um, we're just waiting for him to get healthy. Yeah, slipped in that sort of at the end because it, there there is no update. In fact, Kyle Shanahan has no eyes, ears. Well, actually, maybe he's got ears, but no eyes on on his quarterback, Mark. Hasn't seen him at all, but apparently he's on track. Yeah, earlier in the week, he was asked about Brock Purdy like five different ways, and each time he started off the answer with some different version of, um, you know, I don't talk to him about that. Like he was asked about how is his uh, how's his mentality going? How does he feel about the whole situation? He's like, well, you know, I, I talk to Brock every day, but I don't ask him those kinds of questions. Or he, what does he look like? And, and Shanahan says, well, he's off on a side practice field. I don't really see him throw, you know. Uh, and then he was asked again, but just general like updates. He's like, well, there isn't there isn't an update as as you just heard there. So Kyle Shanahan is already trying his best to. Uh, dodge these kinds of questions uh, but you're right I mean everything we're hearing out of Santa Clara about Brock Purdy is that he's really at worst on pace it seems like he's ahead of schedule on his recovery and there does seem to be some momentum that he's going to be cleared for full action contact and all of that now quarterbacks generally don't get contacted all that much in team practices 
But the thought is that he should be cleared for that by the time uh, before week one. And it seems like he's going to be ready to start week one. So all good news there, despite the fact that Kyle Shanahan isn't really saying all that much. uh, It does seem to be, at least in the Brock Purdy realm, uh, all good news for the 49ers. Yeah, and the more I hear, whether it be Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch or other people talk about him, the more and more I feel like he is going to be the week one starter. It, it just, I, I don't see why all of a sudden they would shift their tone uh, because it's been pretty uniform the entire offseason since he's had the surgery in early March and every single hurdle he's had to clear so far he has uh but of course we'll keep an eye on that i thought the much more interesting piece of sound mark was his discussion about the guy that would probably be backing up brock purdy and that's right now between trey lance and sam darnold and here's what kyle shanahan had to say about that competition i mean we it's otas so i mean every position like i I think i've said you guys before like i don't try to come in and know who's ahead or not this is a all this stuff gives these guys a chance to have a chance to compete in training camp um, when you don't practice football an entire offseason you don't do any practice of football since you know your last game um, it's very hard to come to training camp and be ready to beat someone out and so that's what you try to provide all this stuff for is just to give guys a chance to get their learn the offense get their timing get everything so now when they go to training camp they're ready to compete and that's truly where i see the competition starting a chance for a chance mark and before I talk about the fact that Kyle Shanahan sounds like he's winded every single time he opens his mouth, uh, it, it did feel like a very Shanahan-esque quote. And right now, no matter what we see in OTAs or minicamp, it doesn't matter because training camp is where the real competition begins. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's fair to preface this by saying he did answer the question in a way that he set it up to saying, well, It's like for all these guys, it's just OTAs. They're fighting for a chance to get a chance in training camp to compete. So that wasn't just a Trey Lance, Sam Darnold quote there. He was kind of talking more generally. But the fact that that was the answer after a question about the quarterback two battle, which for all intents and purposes right now is the QB one battle because your QB one is not out there competing. Uh, You know, you're two two healthiest quarterbacks right now are Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. The fact that that is the messaging from Kyle Shanahan about Sam Darnold and Trey Lance is absolutely wild to me. A chance to have a chance to compete in training camp. Just think for a minute how crazy that is. This was the third overall pick in 2021. And he is fighting for a chance to have a chance to compete with Sam Darnold, a cast off you just picked up off the open market a couple of months ago, who has failed his his first two teams, the New York Jets and the Carolina Panthers. And now your prized number three overall quarterback is fighting with him in his first couple of months as a 49er, in his first offseason as a 49er. He's fighting with him for a chance not not just a chance to compete in training camp, a chance to have a chance to compete in training camp. I know this is the direction that we're going, but still, every time the 49ers talk about Trey Lance in this way, it just absolutely blows my mind. It is incredible, incredible how this situation has just been mismanaged by the 49ers. Most of it, probably just the 
the, the pick itself, if he's truly this bad, then everything that they've done about him after the fact, I guess, is understandable. But it is insane, considering how high he was drafted. It is just absolutely wild that we're at this point where you're talking about Trey Lance needing to compete right now for a chance to have a chance even to compete for a spot in training camp. I hear that. The one thing that does give me solace, and it also could potentially work against Trey Lance because Kyle Shanahan has that sort of, I don't know if it's a high school or a college coach beginning of the year speech where, hey, I just want you to know that everybody that was on the starting roster for the team that went to the final four last season, your spots are not yours because it is all up in the air. And this is an open tryout, a competition between all guys. And this is where you get to prove that you deserve to even have a chance to compete for the spot. Let's be honest, Mark. That that's that's not the way this works. I mean, and anyone who's played competitive sports, no matter at what level, knows that there is an established hierarchy. There is at least a formulated thought in the in the decision maker's mind of where he wants a certain player to be and who he wants a certain player, he or she wants a certain player to position themselves. And right now, I can't tell whether Kyle Shanahan prefers Trey Lance, prefers Sam Darnold, prefers Brandon Allen. I don't know. But what I can tell from this is that Kyle Shanahan is simply trying to push this stuff down the road, and it appears to me like he is giving equal opportunity to these two guys. And that's evidenced by Trey Lance taking first-team reps first week of OTAs, Sam Darnold taking first-team reps second week now into minicamp. And I think by the end of this week, he will feel differently than what he just talked about, which is there's an idea in his mind coming in of who he prefers as his backup, and he's waiting for someone to prove him wrong. I believe he is waiting for Trey Lance to prove him wrong, and he is hoping that Trey Lance can leaps and bounds beat out Sam Darnold, who he brought in on a one-year, basically prove it, $4.5 million deal. And Trey Lance is in a position to, if he really has made all the strides that everyone has talked about in the offseason that George Kittle has referenced during OTAs, then I believe he is in that spot to hurdle Sam Darnold. And I do think that Kyle Shanahan wants him to. The question now is, can he stack those type of quality practices, quality days heading into training camp where he'll officially, it sounds like, have an opportunity to get that second quarterback spot. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, and, and again, what he says outwardly to the media probably is nowhere near what he says in the Niners locker room behind closed doors. If you are a Trey Lance fan and, and you're itching for some compliment, you referenced what George Kittle said about Trey Lance. Let's, let's take a listen to this. This was by far... From everything I've heard the 49ers say recently, by far the most complimentary anyone has been of Trey Lance in quite a while. This is George Kittle from earlier this week down in Santa Clara at minicamp. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I think Trey looks significantly better than he did last year. I really do. I think he's his confidence is there. I think that he's throwing really good passes. I know you guys take videos sometimes. He overthrows people once in a while. Hey, it is what it is. He's still learning and stuff, but... I mean, just watching him, he just looks so much more comfortable and confident in the pocket, and I really appreciate that from him, from all the work that he's put into it. Um, I think all of our quarterbacks, I know I saw one of you guys had a stat that Brandon Allen didn't have any completion yet. That's pretty cool for him, too. But yeah, I think all of our quarterbacks are playing well. But like I said, I think Trey's, he just looks comfortable back there, and he doesn't look like, um, 
he just looks like he's having fun, and I really appreciate that from him because when he's out there having a good time, it definitely brings up everyone around him. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Bosa says Lance looks significantly better this year than he did last year, which begs the question, why the hell was he the team starter last year? If he looks significantly better this year, he's not going to be the starter. But last year, he was the team starter. I don't know. I mean, something something's not adding up here. Well, first of all, I would hope that he would look significantly better than he did last year because, one, you want a guy to get better just in general. Uh, and number two, from all the reports of last year's preseason training camp prior to, it wasn't always the prettiest Trey Lance that was throwing the football. And George Kittle even kind of talked about that a little bit when he's saying he's overthrowing guys sometimes. But uh, to your question about why he was the starter, I, I think it's – probably the same reason he was drafted up to be chosen situation context. Jimmy Garoppolo was not ready to start the season. You didn't know what you had in Brock Purdy, but you knew that he was good enough to beat out Nate Sudfeld. Hell, maybe even Kyle Shanahan felt like he could have beat out Trey Lance, but you're not going to of course start a, a rookie seventh round pick week one. So by process of elimination, it was probably Trey. Yeah, probably. It's just, it, it's kind of, mind-blowing to hear and I think George Kittle's probably telling the truth here for the most part maybe the significant who knows how, how to even qualify that or to quantify that but throw a spiral <laughs> yeah probably but I mean it does seem safe to assume that Trey Lance is better at least he's looking better at this stage now than he was at this stage last year part of that last year is because of that finger injury that he was dealing with and it really derailed his entire off season. And he was just trying to figure out how to even grip the ball and, and throw a spiral correctly again, instead of focusing on all the other things like his throwing motion, his footwork and all of that, that, that needed to be addressed. So it just follows, it tracks logically that Trey Lance should be better. Now, uh, George Kittle also brought up something else kind of interesting he mentioned uh uh the 49ers other quarterback uh the the former Cincinnati Bengals backup Joe Burrow's backup uh Brandon Brandon Allen right Allen yeah yeah who uh at that point when George Kittle spoke hadn't thrown an incompletion in minicamp yet uh breaking news on Wednesday the night we're recording this he had a very bad day at minicamp did not look very good Com you know, more incompletions than completions in the 11 on 11 team drills for Brandon Allen. Uh, but it kind of been making some waves. The Brandon Allen hype, uh, Evan, throughout 49er media, throughout the fans, throughout, you know, Niners Twitter. Uh, and it got a lot of people wondering, well, Brandon Allen, might his great offseason be just the push the 49ers need to finally make a Trey Lance trade? And it is just absolutely insane that this is, a conversation right now. Brandon Allen, Joe Burrow's backup last year. I get it. You know, he probably a decent backup, but he's not going to push the 49ers to trade Trey Lance. That is an absolutely disgusting conversation to have. Uh, if Trey Lance is traded, it has nothing to do with Brandon Allen. I can promise you that. It has more to do with Brock Brody and Sam Darnold than anyone else. And probably, I mean, of course, Trey Lance himself. Um, but it is, it is kind of wild that that's been a conversation around 49ers minicamp already. Well, and what you're referencing is, uh, the 49ers play by play man, Greg Papa, bringing up the possibility of trading Trey Lance because 
Brandon Allen looks so good. I don't really want to get into that because honestly, I don't think Brandon Allen will factor into any, or I hope he won't have to factor in any of the 49ers quarterback conversations crossed. this season. Um, so I don't want to give him more time than, at least for right now, than, than he deserves. And that's not a slight, that's just reality. But I will say the last thing I believe is significant about George Kittle's comments is, I haven't kept receipts, Mark, but I do believe this is the first time that we have openly heard a teammate from the 49ers discuss Trey Lance's play as a significant positive. Emphasis on significant. Mm. But we have heard George Kittle, along with other teammates, come out in defense of obviously Brock Purdy, who looked very good last year. We've heard them talked about Jimmy Garoppolo and his ascension and defending him and his play. And we haven't really heard that about Trey Lance. And I don't know if he's necessarily deserved it yet, but all the framing has been around Trey Lance and him catching up to the NFL speed or Trey Lance overcoming an injury or Trey Lance, you know, getting his sea legs under him. Nothing has been about his actual play so far. And so I thought that that was a great sign to hear George Kittle, at least, throw his guys some bones. And also, I mean, just the fact that last year it was reported by Mike Silver, Silver that there was some you know, kind of comments from the locker room about Trey Lance maybe not being the guy and not guys talking behind his back, but natural quarterback speak of, hey, well, if our number, if our signal caller might not be ready for the job, then you know, we might have to go different directions. I don't know, but I felt like it was at least a, a step in the right direction from the team as opposed to just hearing about the coaches saying, yeah, well, you know, Trey's uh, <laughs> looking pretty good coming off an offseason. I think you're right when you use the word significant because there's certainly been, I think I can remember George Kittle last offseason being like, yeah, Trey looks good. You know, he throws a real fast ball, like that sort of thing. Uh, but you're right when you when you consider, I don't know, this seems like the biggest, most positive compliment that he's gotten. And you bringing up what Mike Silver reported on last year, I think is 100% right. There was all this, the politics of the locker room, George Kittle and Kyle Juszczyk and a number of other 49ers, gigantic Jimmy Garoppolo fans, like best friends off of the football field, it seemed like as well. And there was a little bit of that friction between the young, up-and-coming, presumptive starter Trey Lance and the veteran who had accomplished a lot with the franchise already in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so not saying that George Kittle has now totally flipped and is thinking, well, Trey Lance should be starting over Brock Purdy. But at the very least, and maybe a part of this is because of the, the fact that it seems like Brock Purdy is the presumptive starter. So George Kittle doesn't have to worry about Trey Lance being the starter anymore, potentially. But it does seem like you're right. This is the, the first time uh, we've we've heard a, a real concrete, for sure, positive compliment towards Trey Lance by a teammate about his play on the football field.